Welcome to the LDN Radio Show, brought to you by the LDN Research Trust. I'm your host, Linda Elsigood. I have an exciting lineup of guest speakers who are LDN experts in their field. We will be discussing low-dose naltrexone and its many uses in autoimmune diseases, cancers, etc. Thank you for joining us. I'd like to introduce Stephanie from Australia, who uses LDN for multiple sclerosis. Thank you for joining me, Stephanie. Hello, Linda. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. And I'll just let everybody know that your accent, you're actually from Germany, but you've lived in Australia a very long time. Yeah, in 1998. Uh, yeah, early 1998. Uh-huh. And when did you first start to notice your MS symptoms? Um, the first symptoms would have started in 97 when I actually, um, I had the tingling between my legs when I bent down my head and um, I had funny feelings in my right hand, the little finger and massive fatigue and I came out of a really stressful period working hard, studying part time and partying hard as you mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. at that age. And um, I remember being on holidays for three weeks in Italy and it was just too funny because my boyfriend at that time, he was just astonished how much I needed sleep. And I was sleeping all the time and tired all the time and went to see a GP and they just looked at it and I thought, oh yeah, B12 could be a problem, Um, but that didn't help. Went to see a neurologist and he thought, oh yeah, could be. But he just did a CT scan and nothing showed up. So it was kind of get a little bit of physiotherapy. Looks like you might have something stuck in your neck and Mm. um, be a bit careful. And that was it. And off I went, packed my bag and went to good old Australia. Mm. Once I got here, the numbness, I got numbness in my forehead and it was a quite stressful period settling here and I moved for work so lots of work long hours quite stressful getting everything organized finding a place but I just ignored it and it went away and that was it for approximately I think yeah until 1999 and then I had a time when I got sick with it was a, a bad cold but I had a friend over from Germany so we went traveling around a bit I couldn't really take a break so I just soldiered on and despite being actually sick it was just like yeah okay keep going and a month later I woke up in the morning and my legs were funny (laughs) and it's really hard to describe they were just funny heavy as if they didn't really belong to me I used to go to the gym at that time and work with a personal trainer and that got really, really hard and I was very tired and I had a bandage feeling around my torso. Mm-hmm. So off I went to see a, a GP here in Australia and what came about, he said, oh yeah, that doesn't look very good and yeah, nervous system symptoms. And I said, oh, it can't be MS because I already had a CT scan Mm. (laughs) that obviously proved that I don't have MS. And he said, well, I'm sorry, but if it's in the early stages, CT scan doesn't show anything. For me, that was the moment where I actually knew, uh, okay, that's about it, is it? Um, And the MRI 
then basically confirmed, I went to see a neurologist and the MRI confirmed that it was relapsing remitting MS and that was two weeks before my 30th birthday. Um, big turnaround thinking, what am I going to do with my life? Um, the neurologist suggested very strongly to go on to a disease-modifying drug. I did do the read-up on that one and decided mm, not really. Mm -hmm. doesn't really work for me. It just didn't, didn't sit well with me, which is funny because up to that stage, I would have been someone, give me a pill mm -hmm. to make me better, mm -hmm. and I just take it. But I, I just couldn't see myself injecting something into my body for the rest of my life in the hope that it might help. Um, so I said, look, I'll just rather sit this out. And I didn't even want to have any steroid treatment either. So I just went and saw a chiropractor at that stage who worked on a very holistic basis. And he basically just worked on optimizing um, the flow of spinal fluid through the brain and, and the spine. I started to do yoga. I went to see another GP and I started to change my diet. Um, all those things, I reconsidered how I'm going to live my life or how I was going to live my life. And the funny thing is at that stage, I was scared not so much about what the future would hold in terms of my health because I was living in that kind of little bubble thinking, yes, it is MS and it's really bad and it's scary, but this is not going to happen to me. Um, I will stay mobile and I won't, have been, won't end up in a meal, wheelchair. That's just not me. Plus, I just had done a few programs for self-development. So I was quite, um, I don't know, I, I didn't stress too much about it. Mm -hmm. It just went on from then... I just kept going with my life, adjusted a few things, took longer breaks. Um, the hardest thing that I had was to reduce my social life. That would have caused me the biggest anxiety because all of a sudden I had to learn to say, look, sorry, I can't come tonight. Um, I'm too tired because it was either I work or I go out at night. Both things wouldn't work together, which at that stage normally were things that I hardly would spend the night at home. Mm -hmm. um, the result is that you tend to have less friends. Um, the ones you keep are closer, but because you say so often, sorry, I can't make it, mm -hmm. um, some people drop off and you don't see them anymore, which kind of is understandable. Um, I just kept on living and had generally relapses every 15 to uh, 19, 18, 19 months. Um, and I got, I got over the years optical neuritis on the right eye, optical neuritis on the left eye. Um, most of the time the relapses would hit my legs. Um, and after the initial relapse, I pretty much got back to a, a normal status. So I had to give up running. That didn't work. But I still could do quite a lot of walking and um, hiking and cycling. So that was fine. But um, 
over the years with every relapse, the legs got always a little bit weaker and um, the distances I could walk tended to be a bit shorter. The distances I could cycle got shorter and shorter. Um, I met my yeah, my husband, and um, he he's a lovely person. He is just really understanding without taking any pity. Mm-hmm. He doesn't freak out when I had my relapses, and it's kind of, okay, yeah, right, what do we need to do? Um, generally, what happened when I had my relapses then, it was kind of, you know, when you wake up in the morning and you start to think something is not quite right, and then that little panic sets in. And I had a few times when I was lying in bed and literally pulling the blanket back over my head. And I thought, well, no, I don't want to deal with this. No. But um, you still do it anyway. And he's he's a fantastic support. Um, it's kind of, okay, what do we need to do? Okay, you, you sit down, you take a bit more rest. I take over. And generally, when I have a relapse, I get really fatigued. Um, that's when I actually know something is not going well at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I still was able to go for bike rides and go for normal walks, hiking not so much. And now we're talking 2012. And in March 2012, I just actually had started to go on a road bike together with my husband because he got into cycling and I thought, oh, I do love cycling. Road bikes are much easier to cycle. Let's start to do that and we can go for bike rides together. And I was feeling really good and everything was fantastic and um, yeah, I get up and feel my legs are really a bit funny and I thought, oh, I might be sore, my muscles not working and it wasn't muscle soreness, it was another relapse. And this time it really cut back on how far I could walk. So all of a sudden I could just manage a couple of blocks, um, which made it hard to go for a walk with our dog. And I got very frustrated. Um, What I missed to say was during those previous decades, I actually had changed my job. I actually started naturopathy Mm -hmm. and studied for a long time, part-time, and worked as a naturopath. And so I wake up in the morning and I have a relapse, and I'm thinking, what naturopath am I that I have a relapse myself? Um, That didn't help make me feel better. (laughs) And um, I went to see another naturopath who suggested a few different treatments, and he uh, he strongly believed that anxiety was a great factor in the development and the worsening of MS, amongst others. But this whole connection between how your mood is and your mind and your cortisol levels and how your immunity system works as a result made sense to me. He then put me in touch with a group of women here in Melbourne called Well Women Living with MS who meet on a semi-regular basis and just discussing things. And all of those lovely ladies have MS and try to live healthier lives and try to battle it on a natural basis. 
So that was actually really good just as a place to exchange how I was feeling. And they just had started to get interested in something called true yoga, which is a form of yoga that is very gentle. And the problem is when you do yoga or normal yoga, quite often you end up doing it in the gym here in Australia or you go to a studio and it can get quite athletic these days which I wasn't that capable of anymore because by that time my legs were really wobbly, um, my balance was really not great. Um, and so that type of yoga was way more gentle. Um, you can do it even sitting if you have to. You can modify the exercises. Uh, so that helped me, and then I actually started to meditate and started meditation teacher training at the same time which did a whole lot for my well-being. And through that group, someone came across LDN. So I remember going to one of the group meetings, and it was kind of, I'm so excited, I'm so excited, one of those ladies. <laughs> I read about this LDN, and this really sounds like something. So she talked a little bit about it. Um, she had the book... Or from Julia Chop uh, Skopic, Chopic, mm -hmm. yeah, Honest Medicine. So I got the book. I also then got Up the Creek with a Pedal by um, Mary Paul Bradley. Mm -hmm. um, read both books, and I like the idea because LDN works on your opioid receptors to work on your immune system. I thought, hey, that works for me because I'm meditating to work on that same level to help with my mood and then to help my immune system. So I did a lot of research on the Internet, um, found the LDN Trust, and then there was also, I think, the um, it's the US site, the LDNresearch.org or something. Mm -hmm. I printed out some of these um, information leaflets. I went to my GP and I said, this is what I want to take. Um, my GP practices sort of holistically, and she was open to it, and she said, you know, yeah, I've used LDN, or I actually used naltrexone for people who had alcohol problems, so I don't have a problem using it. She was a bit concerned about the depression side effect, but looking at the dose, that wasn't a big issue. Um, she sent me to her compounding pharmacist that she normally uses, and I got it mixed up, and that would have been in late to, uh, in August, I think, 2012, 2013, sorry, okay. yeah, 2013. Um, and I started taking it starting on 1.5 milligram, working up to five mil uh, 3 milligram and then 4.5 milligram. I didn't notice many side effects. Um, sleep seemed to be okay, although I'm now taking LDN in the morning because I did get some sleep problems down the track. and I wasn't sure if it was LDN or not, so I thought I'd start taking it in the morning, which didn't create any problems for me. Now, what I've noticed with LDN, A, it has given me a bit of a security that, I, that I'm thinking, I might not get fantastically better, but if I can arrest the MS where it is, I'm a happy person. I had... Normally, as I said, I have my relapses every 15 to 18, 19 months. Um, after I started 
the LDN, I had the gap between my relapses, or I had a relapse then earlier or mid last year. So it would have been May, I think May 2014. And that is more than two years after the previous relapse. For me, that was actually a really good sign. Um, it also, although it was pretty bad because all of a sudden I couldn't even walk around the block pretty much, it resolved itself relatively quickly. Um, the fatigue was still there, but I think it took three, four weeks for the t fatigue to get to a normal level. And um, four months after that, I was back to normal as I was before that relapse. Wow. And so normally, sorry. yeah. If we can normally, just, the, <laughs> sorry. If we can go back, so before yeah, you started yeah. LDN, if you'd have had to have rated your quality of life on a score of one to ten, ten being the best, what would it have been? Um. Before that um, fateful 2012 relapse, I would have said, oh, well, I had lots of stress, but it would have been kind of seven. Mm -hmm. After that relapse, it would have gone to five, four, five, because I, I, I really got a bit depressed there. Mm -hmm. um, and since then, with starting taking LDN and the, the meditation, right now I would say, well, it could be a bit better. I, I would love to walk a bit further, but, you know, taking all into account, nine? Really? Ten? Uh. I think I, I lead a pretty good life. And as funny as it might sound, and people might slap me over the wrist for it, but because I have MS, I think I'm a bit more aware of life as such and mm -hmm. the things I do have that I still can do because I know... There have been times there were things I couldn't do, and so I'm I'm quite often grateful for what I have. Yeah. And I, yeah, I I like my life. Mm -hmm. I do like living it. If that makes sense. <laughs> it it certainly does. That's wonderful. That really is a remarkable story. Is there anything else you'd like to add, especially to people who? probably like yourself who didn't want to go down the, the route of the disease-modifying drugs, what would you say to them about starting LDN? I, I definitely would do it. I, I really think it is worthwhile because side effects have been... I, I can't remember that there were real side effects as such. You, you actually take the capsule and you think, oh, my, my, is something happening? And maybe something does because we expect side effects. Maybe I'm a lucky person. But it is, from my point of view and reading about it, it is harmless as it can be compared to all the disease-modifying drugs. It gives you a really, really great chance at stopping the disease where it is. And I'm just always amazed when I read stories about people where it reverted to a better part. And I still haven't given up hope that one day I might walk longer distances. Mm. Um, I mean, at the moment, two kilometers is my limit, and then I have to have a break. But it's, um, yeah, it, it, it gives you hope. It, it helps. And just make sure that you look after your diet and that you take other nutrients as well. And meditation does a whole lot on top of it. Yeah.
Yeah. Well, thank Life you. Yes, yeah, thank you very much for sharing your story with us. I'd like to introduce Jan from the Netherlands, who takes LDN. Thank you for joining me, Jan. Yes, uh, good evening. Could you tell us for what condition you take LDN? Myasthenia gravis. Okay, and how long have you had that? Since 2010, uh, August 2010. Mm-hmm. And what did you notice? Uh, from LDN, you mean? No, no, from the, your condition. Uh, I had severe double vision and speaking problems and I had uh, swallowing problems. And did you have them very long before you were diagnosed? Um, no, no. I had, uh, yes, I forgot to mention, uh, I had a ptosis mm-hmm. and I went to a plastic, plastic surgeon and he um, told me that it could be possible that I have uh, myasthenia gravis. Oh right. Okay. Were you offered any any what? medicate? Were you offered any medication? Yes, methinom, um, ubertit, and monthly IVIG. And did that help? Um, for sixty percent. Mhm. And and how did you hear about LDN? I saw that movie um, from the Norwegian television. Mhm. Right, that that was last March, I believe. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. And how did you go about getting a prescription for LDN? I first asked my neurologist, uh, but he refused it. And then I looked on the internet and I found um, Linus Pauling Clinic. Mm-hmm. in the southern part of the Netherlands, and they prescribed it to me. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. And when you first started, did you notice any introductory side effects? No, no. Yeah, only um, problems with uh, sleeping. Okay. Did that last very long? Two, three weeks. Okay. And how long did it take before you noticed any improvements? Mm. Uh, yeah, honestly, uh, right away. Right. I don't know if it's possible, but um, yeah, I uh, I noticed it. Mhm. And what's your condition like now? Mm, I would say eighty-five percent. Mhm. And how how's your vision? Can can you see? Uh, yeah, normally, totally uh, normally. Uh, and what? symptoms do you have still remaining? Remaining symptoms? Mm-hmm. When I'm long speaking, um, I have uh, some problems. Okay. Is that is that all? Yeah. So, what would you say your quality of life was like before LTN on a score of 1 to 10, 10 being the worst before LTN? From 6 to 9. Okay, and what would you say it is now? Um, nine. You've got it the wrong way round. Ten is the worst. And no, the the, worst. <laughs> in Holland, we uh, ten is uh, very good. <laughs> okay. So, uh, when I would say in English, it would say um, a two. A two. Very good. Okay. Okay. Okay, if we say 10 is, 10 is the best, you're a 9. Sorry, 
it's me getting it the wrong way around. Um, that's really excellent, isn't it? Very, very good. Yeah. How long have you been taking it now? Uh, two months. Mm-hmm. That's very I good. Started at, uh, I started, I was in the clinic and two days later I uh, became, uh, sent it at home from a Dutch pharmacy in mm-hmm. Dordrecht. And uh, for 300 pills and uh, it cost 40 euros. Uh, and what do they think at the clinic to your improvements? Mm. They, uh, they, yeah, they were very amazed about it. Uh, I was the first uh, myasthenia patient. Do they prescribe LDM for other conditions? Yeah. Mhm. <clears throat> very good. For uh, mostly for MS and Parkinson, uh, I think, and some conditions more. Mhm. Well, that's very helpful for other people in Holland, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah, it is. Very good. Mm. And what would you say to other people who are thinking of trying LDN? Mm. You have nothing to lose. It's, uh, it costs nearly nothing and, uh, yeah, uh, perhaps it works. And you said um, in a message that you sent me that you're a strong believer now in LDN. Yeah, yeah. Very good. You know, you, you have to, uh, the people around me uh, tell me that I improved a lot. Yeah, when you have MD, you can see it on the face, on the mimic. Mm-hmm. And that's much better. Oh, very good. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for sharing your story with us. I really do appreciate it. Yes, you're welcome. You're welcome. I'd like to introduce Jean from the United States, who takes LDM for multiple sclerosis. Thank you for joining me, Jean. Thanks for for allowing me to have this interview. Could you tell us when you first started to notice your MS symptoms? December of 1999. Um, did your doctor prescribe anything for you at that time? No. What symptoms were they? Uh, dizziness. And my right thumb went completely numb. Mm-hmm. And did these symptoms go after a few weeks? The right thumb never did, but the the vertigo came and went. I mean, it was like I'd have it a couple of days and then it might not come back for another five or six weeks. Mm-hmm. And how did your MS progress before you found LDN? Um, actually, it didn't. Um, I was diagnosed in May of 2000 because of dizziness, mm-hmm. vertigo. Okay. So was that the only symptom you had before you started LDN? That's the only symptom I had besides, well, in 1997, June of 1997, I lost my hearing in my 99% in my right ear, 48% in my left, and I had no other symptom, mm-hmm. so they thought I had an ear problem, but I had no pain. Okay. And what year was it you heard about LDM? 
I heard about LDN shortly after being diagnosed um, on the computer. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember the website. And um, a man came on the website and told me that his wife was taking LDN and she was getting it from a doctor in Florida. And it just so happened that my mom and my pa had a place in Florida. So I flew down to Florida in March of 2001 and Dr. Brian Steingo prescribed LDN for me. Mm-hmm. And when you first started, did you notice any introductory side effects? No, I had none. Mm-hmm. So, once you'd started LDN, did you notice any improvement in your vertigo? Yes, the vertigo's gone. It, it went, yes. Mm-hmm. And how long did that take? Um... Before I was on LDN, um, when I was first diagnosed in May of 2000, I had vertigo for seven weeks. I was bedridden. Mm-hmm. And then it went away. And um, like I said, I flew to Florida in March of 2001 and got the LDN. It's the only thing I've ever taken. So since then, have you experienced any other MS symptoms or has LDN managed to halt the progression of your MS? No, I'm in remission. I don't I don't even feel like I have MS except I don't hear well. Mm-hmm. Well, that's amazing, isn't it? Yes, and I just got my MRI results back from my recent MRI in December. And... Um, Lesions have. I had six lesions before, mm-hmm. um, and the lesions have some have disappeared and a couple have shrunk. Well, that's amazing because I've had people ask me exactly that. Have people had follow-up MRIs? Um, my neurologist says that MRIs are used as a diagnostic tool, and they know I've got MS, so there's no point in. Uh, giving me another MRI but well I was just curious yes I was curious to to see it had been three years since I had MRI Mm -hmm. and I never all through these years I've never gotten I've never had more lesions they've always just stayed the same yes and then I I had a it had been three years for an MRI and I was curious Mm-hmm. So I went, and the doctor, that's what he told me. The Some have disappeared, and some have shrunk. That's amazing, isn't it? Absolutely amazing. It, it, oh, it's, it, it's, it's beyond amazing. So, I mean, this is exactly the reason why people should start LDN sooner rather than later. Rather that than... is what my doctor said, that... The people that he has prescribed LDN to, if they start soon after being diagnosed, that he sees a better, you know, he sees them not progressing. Yes. Rather than to wait. Yes. Well, you've got a very good doctor there. Is there anything else you would like to add to other people who are thinking of trying LDN? 
Um, it's working for me. I mean, I, I've never taken anything else and it's working for me and it's, you know, I don't wake up every day and even, you know, feel like I have MS. To tell you the truth, I, I'm very blessed. Mm-hmm. Very, very blessed. Well, thank you very much. And I, oh, sorry. And I take three ma- three milligrams, or, yeah, three milligrams a night. Three nightly. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing your and experience. I, thank you. <laughs> Did you want to add anything else? Nope, that's it, Linda. Okay, well, thank you very much. Any questions or comments you may have, please email me, linda, L-I-N-D-A, at ldnrt.org. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciated your company. Until next time, stay safe and keep well.